Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Hello. I think I've finally gotten all of the goo-goo wibbies out of my ability to talk on a conference call today. Good Lord, what a mess. Lordy. How are you, my dear? I'm good. How are you? Good. So once again, Russia's not going to be joining us. Okay. Um, She and I have got a a side conversation going, and um, yeah, she's just running into some some issues. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, I hope everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think everything will be fine. I think she's just. I think a few things have come up for her, and it just wasn't. She was just not feeling like being in a, in a group conversation was beneficial for her. You know, it was funny because when we were talking, um, we with the, I think the last time she was on the call with us, we had talked about you know potentially exchanging you know emails or whatever, mm-hmm. and that seemed to kind of catch her off guard a little bit. Yeah. And so I don't I I kind of sense that and I, that she wasn't really into that which I thought was a little bit different because I thought that she was um she, I, I felt like she was she was um, open about everything and so very out yeah uh, so um, I didn't I didn't, I didn't think that, that was going to freak her out but maybe it did. Yeah, I think it I, I don't think it had anything much to I don't think it had to do with that but okay. there were a couple other things. I think that you know, there's a. I think you know, as you well know, there are lots of people that are very paranoid about lots of things mm-hmm. in their world, and uh, you know, she's just she has a, a you know a very good reputation in her community, and I think had some levels of of concern and paranoia. Got it. Fine. Okay. Which is fine. Well, it's all good. Yeah, absolutely. It's all good. Anyway, all right. So, how are we? Well, we're good. We're really good. Uh, yeah. You know, definitely keeping keeping busy and um, you know, still you know, in, in enjoying. I'm, I'm enjoying these conversations a lot, and so um, you know, it's. I actually, I was thinking about the last conversation that we had, and I really, I thought that was a very productive one, and I actually thought we were kind of you know made some progress. So even though I'm disappointed that Russia is not going to be part of this anymore. I felt like the one-on-one conversation that we had last time was, was really um, productive. Good, good. And yeah. so how are you How are you doing moving forward? Uh, good. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because we had talked about, you know, my relationship with the one girl um, who, you know, we, we, we kind of, you know, felt like, you know, she was we we were doing you know our our girlfriend type things together and it was becoming you know like she was you know i i started noticing more about how she was relating to me and how we had you know really be had you know developing that girlfriend you know relationship in that we were you know 
going to yoga or she's inviting me to go to yoga and doing that. And I, I feel like, you know, it's kind of now, now I've been paying more attention to that. And, you know, she, uh, I, I think, I, I think I told you that she had disclosed to me that she was pregnant and she hadn't told anybody else. I was the only person who knew. And so she, her disclosing that to me means, you know, we've been having these conversations about her and her pregnancy and, and this and that. And, sure. um, you know, which again, it, it seems to me like that's something that you tell a girlfriend or, um, you know, as, you know, so, a, a very close friend, um, and which, which we are, we're very good friends, but again, it seems more like, you know, do you want to go to yoga? Let me tell you about my pregnancy. Let me tell you about this and that. And it really does, you know, it, I, I do see it relating into very much a relationship that two women would have as opposed to a man and a woman. So I've been noticing more of that, and, you know, we've gone hiking together, and we've just gone talking, and, you know, our I've noticed our conversations are very um, very different than what I would have, like, say, with anybody else, and I just think that our closeness I, – I, I, and, again, I don't think I – I'm not going to say that she knows that, you know – I don't think she thinks that I, you know, am have this feminine side to me. But for whatever reason, we just have, we become very close and we disclose a lot of things to each other. But I see it more as being a girlfriend relationship, and I think she just I think she just sees it as being a friend relationship. But it's definitely different than any other relationship I've had with just a girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, I think you you see it as two girlfriends getting together and going for a hike. I mean, you're probably having conversations with her that if you went hiking with one of your guy friends, you would never touch any of those subjects. Of course. Of course. We we talk about her pregnancy. We talk about, we were talking about, you know, her having to buy new clothes. We're talking about stretchy pants and, and all that other stuff. And, you know, it was, it was kind of, it was fun to have that conversation because we were, we were, you know, it was, it was girl talk. And yeah. I enjoy having that, that conversation with, a friend like that and, and, you know, somebody that I can, you know, confide in. Now I don't, I haven't told her, you know, about. No, the, you, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily tell her at all. I mean, there'd be right. no, there's really no reason to tell her. Right? No, I mean, but, but, but I enjoy, I enjoy where our conversations go. I enjoy that time. And even though it's technically not girl time for me, it kind of feels like it is. And that's a, that's a good feeling for me. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. So, but I, I, it was based on that conversation that we had had last time that I am becoming more cognizant of it and paying attention to it. And it does, I don't really have that with anybody else. It's just with her. Um, but it, like I said, it, it's just a, it's just enjoyable time. And you know, we become good friends, and we, you know, we text each other. I mean, just just like two girls would. We. Sure. We we have fun. We gossip and we 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 get we're catty with some about some of the other people, but we have fun with it, and we're we're just good friends, and that's that's fun. And how does that make Sarah feel? Makes her feel good. Okay. I think it makes her feel, um, you know, uh, it makes her feel valid, like she's a more uh, a more prominent part of who I am as opposed to being a little bit more of a hidden part of part of my personality it kind of 
she she kind of comes she comes out a little bit more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to talk about. I'm gonna ask you to do me a favor. Can you do me one? Uh huh. I'm gonna ask you to talk about when you talk about Sarah. I uh-huh. want you to talk about her in the first person. Okay. So I feel at you know. Okay. I'm, well, I'm there, so, and I feel blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it makes it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like sure. I I am more prominent as opposed to being hidden. You know, a hidden secret part of of, of my life. So a, it's it's a hidden it's, part of Jim's life. Of Jim's life. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So from that standpoint, it it you know it, it makes me feel good. To know that I can, you know, it's, it's 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 for the first time. It kind of, like I said, it kind of manifests itself and and kind of comes out to the surface as opposed to always being just this hidden little secret that you know Jim has been hiding. Sure. Yeah. No, I think that that's really powerful for 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 you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that you know, Jim has definitely kept a very protective wall around you for a long time. And I think, you know, him empowering you this way is a really powerful place for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a very, you, you're creating a very natural and very organic relationship with another adult who respects you on a, on a particular level that you haven't necessarily engaged at. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's kind of where I was, you know. Th- I think that's kind of the process that I want to go through this. And you know, in, in in you know, when I when we first started this, I said I wanted to kind of engage more in you know with the community and to meet some of the other girls and you know be able to you know uh, be able to be Sarah in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being out and and being being Sarah and 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 really getting to know who she is, and or who I am, and then so, but like this is kind of the first steps, and I never really thought that I would ever have this with somebody that I already know or have a relationship with, but it is I kind of see how that is going, and that's why it makes me want to, you know, come in and, and engage with the community more because I see how exciting and how how fun it is to be able to, you know, even, even still secretively see how, how I have kind of, you know, become more of a a prominent part of Jim's life. But now I would like to, you know, I, it makes me want to just do it, be able to do it that much more in a safer environment. And I think that that's where the, the social club um, could benefit me. Sure. You know, I think for you, for you, Sarah, I think the the real part is, you know, not only you know the social club and the and the safe space and all of those sorts of pieces, but really kind of coming to an understanding with Jim that you're both in the same place, and that you share a lot of the same you share all of the same friends. Mm-hmm you share all of the same likes and you share all of the same dislikes and so you can you and Jim can create your own safe space and you have with this particular relationship right i mean jim created this relationship for you mhm um and you know and so i think that finding that there are 
that there's an integral part that both of you are involved in is is one of the major pieces I think is important for most girls to find out is mm-hmm. that it's it's actually not two individuals it's actually one whole person and it may be the first time that you're actually in a in a relationship as a whole person both Jim and Sarah are engaged in this particular relationship mhm that's interesting yeah cuz and you know, I don't think of when I first started this relationship, I didn't think it was going to manifest itself the way that it has. But it's interesting to see that it has developed the way that it has and how it's been able to kind of to do that. And so, um, yeah, again, it just it just it feels it feels good mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of to have, be able to have that. And that's where it's I guess I want I'd like to have more of that and to see, you know, how where where I could where it goes from here. Sure. I mean, because I think once you have one powerful, healthy relationship like that and it really feels like 100% of you is present and you're not leaving anything at home, mm-hmm. that that becomes a really desirable place to be, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I want all my relationships like this. Right. You know, it's like I want everything to be 100% present. You know, right. I, wanna, I want Sarah and Jim to be involved in every relationship I'm in. Whether people know that Sarah and Jim are both there is not really the point. Mm-hmm. The point is knowing is that I know that Sarah and Jim are both there. Right. Yeah, and that's I don't you know, and, and that's just it is I don't know if I will ever get to the point where, you know, Sarah I will be completely Sarah. But it's just finding that, that balance of having Jim and Sarah co coexisting in some of these relationships, and there's some relationships where I don't think she will be there at where the, where the Sarah side of me won't be as as evident. And I think that there's hopefully in the future will be some relationships where Jim won't be as prevalent. But absolutely, yeah. And so, and I think that as you as you kind of go through this and and develop this for yourself, you will you will meld this together that you understand and will and instead of like thinking of turning on a switch back and forth it becomes much more of a dimmer and you just kind of go from you know one to the other mm-hmm. um and there's this really smooth consistency that becomes just part of everyday life right right yeah, that's, so that's, uh, that's, that's I'm excited. I'm excited to get that to there. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, and I think that this relationship that you've got going now with this late, this young lady, woman, is mm-hmm. you know, is just a really healthy place for that because she doesn't, she doesn't necessarily know, nor does she necessarily need to know mm-hmm. what what's happening for you. Right. Um. I know. And, I, and, you know, the funny thing is, though, is that if, I mean, eventually if I ever get to the point where I decide that, you know, I want to tell somebody signif- that's significant to me in my life right now that, you know, you want to decide I wanted to reveal that, I still don't think it would be her. And I, I, I don't think it necessarily would have to be her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there could, there are probably other people that, this information would would be much more important for you to discuss with them mm-hmm. than her necessarily. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I don't think that there has to be the, the this quid pro quo that just because you have this relationship that you have to, you know, dump everything onto the table. Right. So I, I don't think that that's necessarily a, a requirement. Okay. But it does. I do find it. It's interesting that it has kind of that. She's the one that is kind of where I, I feel it. You know, really, really. You know, where where Sarah, where where I've been. You know, the Sarah side of me has really been coming out, and that's. I find that to be just. I, I find it to be very interesting that she's the one. Oh, that's bringing out Sarah. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't think that she's necessarily bringing out Sarah. I don't think that she necessarily knows that Sarah exists, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what 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 she knows is that she has got a male coworker that is a very good listener, and you have certain things in common that you both enjoy, um, and it's easy to have a conversation with you, and you'll have a conversation about many different things. She doesn't necessarily know all of the other details that are necessarily going on your side of the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah. I, for yeah. for me, I'm kind of I'm seeing it as a you know I'm I she's still seeing it as a good relationship with a, a male coworker. I'm yeah. I'm seeing it more as my as a, a, a girl girl time. Yeah, but you're seeing it as girl time with a coworker, right? I mean, it's yeah, like yes. two girls getting getting together and going out and having a glass of wine after a, on Friday night after a day at the office, right? Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, so what? How it, how and what each of you take out of the relationship is what makes healthy relationships healthy is that I don't have to take the same thing out of a relationship you're taking, mm-hmm. right? So she, you know, and nor do I have to know all the intimate details of why the relationship works for us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, if if you, this was, you know, if this was a romantic relationship and there was, you know, marriage and all those other things kind of down the pipe then that would it, then it would be a much different discussion but we're not you're not looking in that direction like that's not what this relationship is right exactly um I don't know so i think it's it's really healthy i'm glad that you're i'm thrilled that you're feeling so comfortable in it yeah I, I am. I am too. I'm. I like. I said. I wasn't. I. It's. It's new for me. And as you know, as a newbie on on this whole thing, I'm. You know, still trying to figure it out. But it is. Um, like I said, it's. It's kind of a sense of relief. And you know, we the other day we we weren't even really going to get together. But she's like, hey, you want to go for a hike after work with me? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. Um, and we just went out and we we walked and we just talked and you know and you know I I think she does feel. I'm the only one she's. Conf- she, I'm the only one who knows that she's pregnant. Not that she's trying to hide it from anybody, but she doesn't want people at work to know because then it gets. Then her boss starts finding out, and and then things get real, you know, different at work. So I think that for her, it's a, it's an outlet for her to be able to talk about it because she doesn't really can't really talk about it with anybody during the day. And so I fulfill that need for her, and she's fulfilling a need for me that she probably doesn't even realize. Yeah. That works out well. Other than other than you know that you're you know getting out to hike and the, all those sorts of things. Sure, exactly. No. Um, yeah. So, are you finding the softer side of you that comes out with her? Are you finding that that is coming out at work a little bit more, or in your daily life at all, in any other aspects? 
I don't I don't think so. Um I mean I guess I really I I I I haven't noticed it. If it is I haven't noticed it. Um So have you been looking for it or have you not been looking for it? Because I know you've been looking for it in this relationship with her, so I know mm-hmm. that you've been you've specifically been looking for it. And so the reason I ask the question is I'm wondering if you're looking at it in the rest of your day. Um I think that I've become so used to when I'm in gym, you know, when I'm being when I'm gym, I think I've I've just become so used to um, you know, kind of putting Sarah to the to the backside, the the, the back burner that I kind of I think I my pattern of behavior is still that I I still do that. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't so I I really I guess I guess I haven't I would I, I really haven't been looking for it, but I think I would have noticed it if it would have manifested okay. itself. And I you know, the same way that it did, I noticed it when when my coworker and I were going out and doing our you know, started kinda of doing our girl time stuff and it became more of like a girl a a a, a female, female relationship, you know, friendship that that's I started I, I started noticing that, but I, I haven't noticed it anywhere else, and that's why I don't think that that is necessarily happening. Okay, okay, okay. I was just I was just curious if you had noticed it. I haven't. I, I definitely okay. haven't, and I don't know. Again, maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I, if it is, I, I'm not noticing it. Okay. No, that's that's fair. I mean, that's that's absolutely fair. I mean, it's it's very common to kind of be in that place where I am, you know, I am in, you know, work mode, and when I'm in work mode, it's X Y Z, right? And it just it is what it is, right? Right. Um, and I'm not the, you know, I'm you know the boss, or I'm the leader, or I'm, you know, the technical person or whatever and you kind of just take on that role and because you've had that role for a period of time it just it's much more difficult to kind of allow that type of um, expression to come into it Mm -hmm. because there's just structure around it you know it's your job there's structure around it right right what I do for a living and I'm a paid professional for certain things and Mm -hmm. so So it was just a curious, curious question on my part. Yeah, that. I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna have to pay more attention to that. Like I said, I notice it with her, and you know, for certain reasons, um, you know, because she just it just gets manifested, you know, with her more. But I will. I I I just. But, I guess I just look for it more when I'm with her, and then sure. I need to kind of pay more attention to it when I'm in in the other aspects of my life. I, I think an interesting way to kind of go about it, and this is just for you to think about, you don't have to do it, but you can certainly think about it, is to kind of step back and look at it. And when you're kind of thinking about something or contemplating something or, you know, whatever that particular piece is, to step back and kind of be like, well, what would Sarah want to do? Mm-hmm. Or what would Sarah do? Or how would Sarah deal with this? Or you know, what would Sarah's approach be? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, give her give her a little bit of space in those situations just to see. And it may, you know, it could give you a whole different thought process that you may never act on, but it's that it's that that process that opens you up that there is that there is and can be other approaches and discussions in it that can actually come from you that you may never think of as Jim. Mhm. So, just Okay. Fun thoughts to play with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> kind of what it's all about. Fun thoughts to play with. <laughs> because that's really kind of where you know, the whole integration and self-care and all of that kind of comes together, right? It's that mm-hmm. when I, when I'm thinking and I'm thinking clearly, but I'm thinking clearly and I can see both sides of the discussion and I can see from a from a from a masculine point of view, Jim's approach or I can see from a a a female's perspective, Sarah's point of view, um that I can find, you know, this really common gr- this really common ground that works for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that in turn can make <clears throat> situations much more comfortable and much more um, fluid because they're really fulfilling on both sides. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think it, it, it's just a way to kind of get that that feeling that you have when you're with your coworker and doing stuff of feeling like I just feel like I'm 100 percent present. Mm-hmm. It's it's a way to kind of bring that into the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I think those opp- those opportunities are, you know, to to have those opportunities is a is a special gift. I think. I yeah. To, I agree. To be able to sit and say, you know, I can really bring myself 100% here um, and be consciously aware that I am 100% present. Right. So, so then if I'm if I'm not feeling, you know, when I guess when I'm with my coworker and we're doing girl time, what I consider to be girl time, then that's a hundred percent of who I am. Whereas versus when I'm in gym mode, I'm not really a hundred percent of who I am is that well it's not necessarily that you're not 100% but the the I think the piece is, is that when you're out with your coworker mm-hmm. the 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 secrets the um the the protection the inhibitions are lowered right mm-hmm. so you're more free to have conversations i mean it's like you know you, i think you use the word like the two of you can be sometimes catty mm-hmm. right you know, I can't imagine that Jim would be catty with coworkers. No, probably not. Okay. So so here you are in gym mode being Sarah kinda catty girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right? So that is a hundred percent of you coming forward, right? So mm-hmm. yes it's Jim coming forward, but yes it's Sarah coming forward. And so what I'm saying at you know, in other parts of your life if you step back and say, okay, I want to go to dinner tonight and I'm going to go to, or we're going out to dinner and Jim decides that Jim wants to go for sushi and then you step back and say, what does Sarah really want? 
Well, Sarah really wants something like, you know, Italian. So uh-huh. you end up saying, okay, well, what, what's kind of a happy medium? Well, you know, we can look at, uh, you know, we could look at Thai food because we can still get fish and we can get noodles and, you know, sauces and, you know, that sort of stuff. So you can, you know, you kind of find happy mediums with that sort of place. Uh-huh. It, it kind of it, it kind of sounds a little bit almost like you know like a split personality type type. It's thing. not a it it it'll sound like a split personality for now until you start to really un, until it becomes a natural process for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean the re, the reality is is that in some respects it will it will always be a little bit split, right? Because you're not ever going to be. Sarah full time or, or you know right, mm-hmm. so there'll there'll always be this place where you have to kind of consciously engage Sarah, unless you're at a place a safe place or, an, or have an opportunity to dress, right? Mm-hmm. Then engaging Sarah isn't necessarily the issue because Sarah's present because you're dressed in you're dressed and present as Sarah, right? So I think that. You know, it it can feel like it's a split personality. It's not real technically a split personality because you're mm-hmm. consciously aware of what you're doing. Um, but it's really finding that connection of wholeness that all of you is engaged in the decision making process as opposed to just one of you. Right. Right. So, you know, when you go out with your coworker, you're wholly present. Sarah, you know, you guys are making you, Jim and Sarah are making joint decisions, whether it's coming out of Jim's mouth using Sarah's words or whether it's coming out of Sarah's mouth using Jim's words, it's all in one thing. It's all in one person, right? Right. And so it's really about engaging that in the rest of your day and just seeing how that looks and feels. Uh-huh. Like when you When you release some of that, when you let a little bit of that wall down and let Sarah out, you know, and ask questions and think in a Sarah frame of mind how you would deal with a particular situation or something is when it's, it's just something to play with. Yep. I, and I will. I, I, I want to, I that's, yeah, I want to definitely look at that a little bit more closely. I mean, I think I think it, it offers you a perspective that you may not necessarily, that you may have, it offers you a perspective on your life that you may have neglected giving yourself. Mm-hmm. I know it's it, it, you know I do a lot of discussions around sex education, mm-hmm. and part of the sex education discussion is that we talk about sexual orientation and how truly only one percent of the population identifies as heterosexual and one percent of the population identifies as homosexual. The rest of the human population in, in, in any cultural group basically is about 64% is um, identified as mostly heterosexual or mostly homosexual, but typically what we would identify as bisexual. And the uh-huh. other the other percent, um, I'm sorry, 68% is there, and then the other 30% is that mostly heterosexual and mostly homosexual. So there's like 98% of the population that aren't strictly heterosexual and strictly homosexuals. Uh-huh. 
But the problem is, is that most of us will never ever experiment with that because our right. egos get in the way. So our our ego gets in the way to allow ourselves to explore sexually, mm-hmm. because most of us are driven by I'm a heterosexual man, therefore I can only sleep with women, mm-hmm. or I'm a heterosexual female and I can only sleep with men, mm-hmm. or you know. So society drives that that ego process of what's possible, as opposed to really following what our interests and attractions are, which may go against what society wants us to to do and be right right so that's kind of that whole thing it's kind of the this is the same thing well because i find i i guess you know in the some of the reading that i've done it's just that you know most most cross-dressers aren't actually homosexual but i feel i feel like you know with well, most me cross-dressers are, are, are I de- most cross-dressers will identify as heterosexual right They'll identify as heterosexual with occasionally some attraction, but it typically they typically have never acted on it and would never identify with it. Not even when they're dressed. When they're dressed, it becomes a little bit different. But they're identifying as a female, so they're identifying in the female role, so they're still identifying as heterosexual. Okay. Even that, though the even though the act would be that of a homosexual act, right. the mental process is identifying that they're a heterosexual because they're identifying in the female role. Because that's what I struggle with is trying to figure that out and trying to figure out sure. you know, when I'm, you know, I feel like when I'm when I'm dressed as Sarah. Which, you know, I, again, just in my, you know, I, I've never mm-hmm. been out as her, but just in my own home, you know, I feel like, you know, those urges for to be with a man sure. manifest themselves in just that it would complete me, it, it completes me in my female role. It yeah, completes and- the female side of me. Sure. I mean, I mean, there's that whole piece of you know, one attention, right? You know, male, the male attention that women get, right? So there's that piece. There's the piece of, you know, the the gender roles of where the male is the protector. Um, you know, that whole thing being protected, being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being vulnerable is a big one. You know, lots of men really look to be vulnerable because it's not a position that they can be very often in their daily life. Mm-hmm. So that's really powerful. It's like I need to, I, you know, when I dress, I like to be vulnerable, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't get to do that. Right. Um, you know, to have the attention of a man saying, oh, my God, you're beautiful, and opening the door and pulling out the chair and, you know, all of those things that you do for women. Mm-hmm you fantasize about having done for yourself. Right. Right? So it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to have the guy, and he's going to show up, and he's going to have a bouquet of roses, and he's going to open the car door for me, and he's going to take me to dinner and pull out a chair, and he's going to order off the menu for me, and, you know, he's going to know what I like to drink, and he's going to order my cocktail, and he's just going to, mm-hmm. you know, hold my hand on the table and, you know, just call me beautiful and gush all over me. and. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the, you just described the fantasy of every, you know, 12-year-old girl, right? Right. Um, you know, so the fact that at, when you're dressed that you have that same fantasy is it, not shocking at all. Okay. 
I mean, that that is the fantasy of every girl, right? I mean, it is every once upon a time story. Right. Right? And they lived happily ever after. I mean, sure. it is the, the quintessential story of what we've all grown up with. Mm-hmm. Just so, at this time, know, I'm playing the female role. Yeah, but but in this case, you're playing the female role. Now, mm-hmm. whether you decide to take that further and act out on it sexually is a different piece. And as long as, you know, and if you are strictly playing the, the penetrated in the scenario and, you know, doing all of the female acts in mm-hmm. it, you would probably identify as a heterosexual female in that act because you weren't engaged with your male genitalia. Right. Even though even though it was present. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are lots of there are lots of people who identify as heterosexual females who are preoperative transgendered, but they identify as it because it's like I'm not engaged with my genitalia. I'm playing all of the female roles. Mm-hmm. So there is that piece. Okay. I know it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's so it's fascinating. It is. It is. Yeah. So, so what are we gonna? What are you gonna work on for the next week or so? Two weeks, because we talk again in October. It's our last session in two weeks. I can't believe it's already. It, it, it will already be over. That's uh, that it went by really, really quickly. The thirteenth. Yeah. Um, I think probably. Um, I, I think we, we, as we talked about earlier, I think it's it's really trying to focus on that the Sarah coming out in is Sarah, you know, manifesting herself or myself in more of my other daily routines, not just when I'm with my female coworker, but does she do I come out more? in other aspects of my daily life. Sure. Yeah. I think that's that that's a good thing for me to kind of look at and try to see kind of where where that where that role comes in. Cool. That sounds good. Is that, is that Yeah, would, I mean I I think that that's a fun place. I think that's a that's a fun, I think it's a fun place to be because I think it's a place of like I think it's a place of opportunity, mm-hmm. right? I think it's it's a place that is full of opportunity and nothing really to be scared of because it's like the worst case scenario is that I'm putting my full self into this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, best case scenario is I'm putting my full self into this. <laughs> right. If, I mean, so as you go... It is all, you know, it's about it's about you, which is, you know, the the purpose of this whole process. Right. So you still need to come in and see me, though. I know. I do. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. I, that's that's definitely on my on my list. Um, yeah, I will. I I will. I will be there. I I, I just want to come. I would love to come say hi to you and meet you face to face. I've never, you know, we've we've talked on the phone and. Um, we have. Yes. Yeah. Almost six weeks now. Well, yeah. actually, almost twelve weeks. <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's crazy. It's really gone. It's really gone by very, very quickly. It does. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, definitely, I will definitely come in. Okay. 
All right. Anything else before we kind of finish up here? I know we. No, we're, we took we're about good. forty-five. We took about forty-five minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, and I know. I know now that you know if Russell's not going to be part of the calls anymore. You know, I know we're scheduled for an hour, but that was with two people. So you know, we don't we don't have to go the full hour if they're you know. I know you. Yeah, got, no, no, no. But I mean, no. I, I certainly don't. I think that this was a natural kind of the conversation was kind of naturally coming to a close. Mm-hmm. So. I think that this was a good place, and there was a lot, and we discussed lots of stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we definitely. discussed lots of stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm thrilled that, that Sarah is – I'm thrilled to hear that Sarah has become such, a, such an integral part of this particular relationship um, and is starting to have a, have a, a welcomed place in your life. Yeah, and I think that's where, you know, like I said, when we first started this, that that's kind of along the lines of where I wanted to, you know, wasn't trying to change or alter anything. It was how can how can I work, how can Sarah be, how can I, the Sarah side of me, become more, uh, a, a more of a prominent part of my life while still being able to maintain the gym side of my life and not, you know, blow my my entire life up. But just to you know, kind of come to grips with it and embrace it a little bit more. That's I think that's where we're kind of going with this. Okay, perfect. Which is good. Which is very. It's definitely a great thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think in the end, I think that the more the more involved Sarah becomes. Mm-hmm. This is my personal opinion. The more involved Sarah becomes, the more comfortable Jim will become. Okay. Because I think that I think one of the, the one of the things I when we first spoke is that I kind of sensed this fear that Sarah was going to take over. Mhm. That Jim there was concern Jim had that when we spoke, you know, you kind of had this I want to get to know her and but I'm, you know, kind of nervous about her and all of that sort of stuff and I think that you know, getting to this place where Sarah feels comfortable enough to be out, mm-hmm. Jim Jim feels safe enough to engage with her and have her out is a healthy place for, for you to be. Mm-hmm. I agree. So Okay. Always a good always a good place when you can go to bed at night and everybody's happy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> How few? How many of us get to do that, right? Yeah, not, yeah, <laughs> not not many. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So. All right, my dear. Well, I will set up a call for the thirteenth of October. Okay, perfect. And I will be a year older next time we talk. Hey, yeah. happy birthday! Yay, happy birthday! Well, good. We'll go out and celebrate and have a good time. And uh, I look forward to to talking to you one year older. Okay, perfect. I hope I'm wiser. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Ajay. Yep, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.